0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the most beautiful podcast on earth. It's Gray's Academy. You have your beautiful hosts. My name is Carmen.
1: And my name is Kelsey and it is a beautiful day for a podcast. So let's make one.
0: Beautiful day for a podcast on the most beautiful day on earth with the most beautiful people on earth. Here it is. It's us.
1: So true. Such positivity.
0: Yes. I'm in a good mood, you know.
1: No, like no si-
0: Yeah, no seizures with my dog. I found had an Oreo. AirPods. I found my AirPods. I had an Oreo before recording. I'm on cloud nine.
1: There is no way you only ate one Oreo. I, one. There's no Swear. way. One. That is psychotic, honestly.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, it's because I'm saving the rest of them for after this.
1: Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. I'm going to eat this entire bag of chocolate-covered pretzels.
0: I'm going to make sure to wait until you grab a pretzel and we're so i'm gonna and then i'm gonna say kelsey what's your thoughts on that and you're just gonna go mm, i don't know it's kind of
1: absurd that they say these are mini pretzels that's just a regular sized pretzel
0: that is a regular sized pretzel it's not a jumbo wetzel's pretzel but no
1: it's not like a yeah mall pretzel
0: speaking of tomorrow at work i'm gonna get a mall pretzel i
1: think i want that for you
0: i want that for me too
1: um, okay, so let's talk about what we're supposed to be talking about, which is not mall pretzels, but... Or Oreos. <laughs> um, Grey's Anatomy, That's episode um, 14 of season two, the 23rd episode overall, called Tell Me Sweet Little Lies. Carmen, hit us with those sweet little song facts.
0: I'm going to hit you with... All truths, no lies here. Just like my entire life, never telling lies. Uh, so, Sweet Little Lies uh, is a song by, uh, I didn't know this, uh, Fleetwood Mac is a uh, British, British American rock band. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was from their 14th studio album, Tango in the Night, and it was released in 1987. Uh, written by Christine McVie, McVie, I don't know how you say it, and Eddie <laughs> Quintella, Quintella. Quintella, you say tomato, I say Quintella. Tomato. Oh, uh, it was released, uh, it was uh, it was one of the singles. It was the second single released in between Seven Wonders and Family Man. This is a song that I actually knew ahead of time. So I, when you, I when I saw the, yeah, yeah. It's uh, very catchy. Tell me lies, tell me sweet lit, Yeah, we all know it. We all know the song. Uh, so top chart position. It reached the U.S. uh, adult contemporary Billboard number one position, which was super great, Uh, and that was in nineteen eighty-seven. In the uh, twenty eighteen, randomly, it hit uh, Poland's top one hundred, getting to ninety-six, and then uh, interesting in yeah, and then I am circling back now. I am kind of doing one giant loop here. Uh, Australia, it reached number eighty-five. Canada, number eighty-nine. The U.K., 55, and the, again, uh, Adult Contemporary Billboard was number one. So uh, the U.S. Hot 100, it reached 51. So really, really great run for the, uh, the British rock band. Listening to the song, uh, there's a theme, obviously, in the whole episode about lies. Mm-hmm. So I uh, listened to this after the episode, actually. And because I knew the name of the song, I knew the song anyways, but I wanted to re-listen to it. But uh, it goes perfect with the, uh, within the first minute, you get this storyline about both Meredith and Christina lying to Mm -hmm. one, their boyfriend, and the other is just McDreamy. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: anyways, that's all I got. You heard it here first. Sweet Little Lies, Fleetwood Mac, 1987.
1: Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Thank you so much for letting us know. Um, this episode was written by Tony Fallan and Joan Rader, who have definitely written another episode previously. They were a husband and wife team at the time, and I think they're now divorced. And directed by Adam Davidson. Uh, it aired January 22nd, 2006, to 21.04 million viewers. So,
0: All right. A that's a good, now. that's a substantial uh, number. More than last week, I think, right?
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So the Netflix synopsis this week is, Izzy and George insist Meredith get rid of Doc. Christina is blunt with a musician who injures his fingers. So.
0: Okay. All right. To the point. Yep. I would like to add on. All
1: the lies, but that's fine. Yeah.
0: People lie to each other constantly. Additionally, a woman feels sweet sweet euphoria for her bald husband.
1: <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, spoiler alert. I love this episode. Really? Yeah. This is Okay. This is a big um relatable episode for me. I just like see myself a lot in the way that certain people in this episode behave. So. Is
0: it the jumping right to the end is it have you ever adopted a dog in <laughs> conjunction with your husband that you cheated on and uh you're trying to work through things? So, the easiest way to do that is to make sure that you take the
1: mistress's dog,
0: take the mistress's dog. Is that something that you feel relatable on? Because I That's know I do not
1: the most relatable aspect of this episode for me personally, <laughs> but um, I do. There was. Some good Addison moments in this episode, which, you know, I love an Addison moment. And I love lots of good Christina Burke in this episode.
0: I didn't think there was enough Addison in this episode.
1: There's never enough, but there was at least some. Like when she was there, it was good. Um, You know what I would watch? What?
0: You know how... So so anyone who's listening, we're both big Friends fans. Did you ever watch the Joey spinoff?
1: I tried so hard. They did not make it easy.
0: Okay, I really liked it. It wasn't I as good as Friends, that. but I really liked it. But I would watch a spinoff show of just Addison. Interesting. It doesn't have to be funny. I just would watch it. I don't know what it would be. I would just watch it.
1: Good. I would also watch it probably multiple times.
0: Also, I saw an ad for a show with Sandra O oh on it. Hmm. I don't know Does what it, the show th- is.
1: There's a show, Killing she's Eve, the... that she's yes. been on. Yes, yes. And she's uh, been nominated and won Emmys for that multiple times. And then there was either a Netflix little limited series or a movie that she recently did where she's, like, the um, chair of an English department, I think, in a major university. Um, I haven't watched that yet, but it looks quite funny. So, I have and not seen that one, no. She's also the voice of one of the characters in the Pixar movie that's coming out this month.
0: Uh what movie? What which, which Pixar movie?
1: Turning Red.
0: Oh, nice. About Russia.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's about a small child who when she gets like feelings turns into a red panda.
0: Oh, okay. So I don't really, that's like all I know about it. I
1: haven't watched really any trailers. That's like all I know about it. And uh, Sandra O is the voice of her mother. So that's all I know.
0: All right. Well, then let's take it to the, uh, was there anything else you want to tell us about the directors or the producers or the writers or
1: anything else? That's it on the behind the scenes stuff.
0: Love it. The recap.
1: Yes. The recap. Pretty decent. You know, didn't really bring anything back. Just kind of all the stuff that's been recent, like Christina and Burke moving in, the dog, Derek, fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alex's test. Bailey's pregnant. So pretty good summary.
0: There was a montage that happened where Alex was running. I've never seen that scene before ever.
1: I (laughs) did that too. I was like, they just said recap. And then they're showing me something that I have not seen. Right. And I, was, I like, was nervous that I skipped this, an episode. I was so confused. I was like, maybe I have seen this and I just don't remember. And I was like, no, I, I just feel like I haven't. <laughs> I'm glad I think, think said they that. just
0: put a scene in a- of Alex there and it's like yeah. the, it was on the cutting room floor and they thought, let's just put, let's just use it now.
1: He looks good running, you know, just throw yeah. it in and, and put his voice over it.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one because me seeing this for the first time, I was like, I swear I would remember a scene of just Alex yeah, running.
1: Yeah, because I was like, wait. The, it just said previously and Grace Anatomy and then cut to that. And I was like, uh, uh, I was very confused. So same page. Um, yeah. So Derek sucks. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Punch that in. That I like dogs and that stupid smirk. Oh, I just hit him in the face. It Anyways. wouldn't
0: be a problem if he was saying that to his wife. Or, like, literally anyone else that he's yeah. not been romantically involved with at all. Yeah. And you know what? I'll save this for the end. I'll save this for the end. <laughs> because I don't want to jump too far ahead.
1: Um. Okay, so, so we start. Meredith is watching um, a surgery. Christina comes in. They're talking back and forth about their various... Lives. She's like, Oh, I'm waiting for McDreamy because he's doing me a favor. And Christina's like, Burke thinks I moved in with him. And then they start questioning each other. And she's like, What do you mean he thinks you moved into him? And she goes, oh, Why are you calling him McDreamy again? So it's a little back and forth about how they're lying to each other. <laughs> what I wrote is they are not being honest with each other or themselves.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> actually made a note. I was like, Is there something that I'm forgetting? Because I feel like there's some tension here. I, I don't think we've established a propensity for either of these characters to lie to each other, but it made more sense as the episode went on because they're lying to themselves first. Yeah. But I was that was my first note. I was like, am I missing something here? Are they mad at each other? Did I forget something?
1: No, they're definitely just like not wanting. They don't want to hear what the other person has to say about it.
0: Because <laughs> it's truth.
1: Right. Exactly. Um. Okay. And then... Derek is helping Meredith get her mom into the clinical trial, and he is also being super inappropriate.
0: Standing way too close. Way just, too close. Just
1: take any steps back. Just stop with the leering and the hair and the heavy breathing. It, just stop it. It's just too much. I'm over it. Yeah.
0: I, anyone out there who is not going to hold this against me, I'm flip-flopping, Okay. I'm officially, as of this episode, I am not Team Derek anymore.
1: It's just he makes it so difficult to be Team Derek.
0: (laughs) I liked him. I liked him a lot. I guess I liked him all the way up until the point where he chose Addison, which I'm glad he did. It's just how he has handled it since then. Glimpses. He said glimpses where I'm like, yeah, dude, totally. But don't stand that close to this woman. And yeah. leer at her and just stare. And yeah, it's like he what's the kid from Hey Arnold? Sid, right? Or he's just like he's he was he was always looking oh, at Olga yeah, and he was yeah, just yeah. breathing. That's you, Derek. You're the kid <laughs> leering at Olga. Um
1: he just it's just a lot. <laughs> um, okay. I don't like it. Izzy and George show up at the hospital with the dog and they're like, "He, you have to get rid of this dog. We hate him. And I'm just like, here's the thing. This episode is hard for me because I love dogs. And I don't care how bad your dog is. I would keep it because <laughs> I just love dogs. And ultimately, spoiler alert for the end, when like I think it's better that that dog specifically lives somewhere where it can like run about and have a lot of land. But I'm just like... I'm. I'm probably never going to pick a person over a dog. <laughs> like I'll, I'll probably always pick the dog. So <laughs> I have. Mixed I don't agree with you. I'm like I think they wrote the episode well overall, but I'm just like I would just pick the dog.
0: There's there's a bit of so for me being a, a dog training aficionado, I have some inconsistencies that I'm just curious on. Mm-hmm. That there's no way that that dog is so poorly trained and behaved at home and then the dog's like a service animal in the hospital. Right, yeah. That wouldn't happen. I'm like, just throwing I it out there. I fully
1: believe the storyline of, like, they're not there enough for this dog to be happy. That I agree with. And, like, yes. initially when they adopted the dog, I was like, what a terrible idea. Like, all you talk about is how you're at the hospital for, like, 50 hours at a time.
0: And wanting more. Yeah. Well, not that. I, so I guess. And so it's that's irresponsible. Like,
1: you got to get a cat. Cats don't, they don't need attention. Get a cat. Like, I understand you want the animal, get a cat. Um, also
0: in that scene yeah. where the, she she's like Meredith's like but he's our dog and George is like he is not our dog yeah like I am with George on I, I don't say this often but I'm for sure with George on this one and when he said me or the dog and she to think about it like Kelsey I love you but I would not pick a dog over a person I would pick Jessica or Marlo both over Grievous
1: well yes that Is different. But like I would also pick you over
0: general grievous. Well, yes, okay. General people. Like a roommate.
1: You're like, you the roommate lives with you and the roommate's like you get a dog and the roommate's like, I don't like your dog, so you have to get rid of your dog. Bet you can find somewhere else to live. (laughs)
0: Okay. That's very different.
1: You are not legally attached to me, like I adopted this dog. Like, is it shitty that they didn't talk to George before they got a dog? Yes. I mean, like obviously, I appreciate the way they wrote it, where they didn't like take the dog back to the pound because that would be unacceptable. But like, I just—it's a weird situation. They shouldn't have adopted the dog in the first place. So Hundred percent. I would always choose for the
0: dog. as smart as they are to be surgeons, they're dumb. Don't get a dog when you so work many that ways. many hours. Yeah. Um. Okay. Also, <laughs> when Bailey's like, "Tell me that's not a dog," and they're like, "That's not, it's a dog. not a dog."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: It's so good. Also, man, Bailey.
1: Ugh, what a good Bailey episode.
0: Yeah, I, I just, I'm going to miss her. She must have had a, a, a kid in real life then, huh?
1: I don't, I, w- I meant to look it up. I'm so sorry that I totally forgot. When I was watching it, I was like, I'm going to look this up because, like, um, why did she go away? But.
0: While, while you're looking that up, I, I'll, I'll start talking about my favorite character from this episode is our musician friend who <coughs> loses his fingers, uh, I feel bad for that guy because one of the reasons that, like, e- even if Jessica and I are, like, horsing around and she grabs my finger, I'm done. I'm not moving. Whatever she says, <laughs> I'm doing it. Because even if she breaks my finger, I'm like, I can't play guitar without my fingers. <laughs> uh, so, man, to think that he got him chopped off. And I correct me if I'm wrong. I think he they got caught in, a like, an elevator yeah. shaft or something. No, no.
1: So uh, he said he was loading stuff in a truck. And you know how, like, the trucks have that. Some trucks have the thing where you can like put all the stuff on and then like it lifts you up and then you just like push it into the truck.
0: Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. I
1: think that's what it was where he was like, it like was. And for some reason his fingers like, Oh, I can't. Oh my God. It's so yeah. upsetting. No, thanks. And then like, a lot of stuff on the show doesn't bother me, but like a severed finger, like I don't, that would like really gets to me. I'm just like, it hurts me to think about all four <laughs> of them. Just three. imagine these three.
0: Oh yeah. I don't know what I mean, it would doing, be hard, but it'd be hard <laughs> to play guitar. I don't know. If it, if I was playing guitar, if I lost these three fingers on my right hand, one, I'm very screwed just in general. But I could still play guitar like this. Yeah. I'd just be like, like no. Right? You just right? have to hold the pick. Yeah. You need the two but, fingers
1: to hold the pick.
0: Yeah, but imagine but you typing, this one. right?
1: Like but you need the you got to do the chords though.
0: <laughs> well, that's on the other hand,
1: right? Other that's hand, what I'm saying. if you but you right because you're when you're right-handed, you you strum with your right hand.
0: Yeah, when you're right-handed, you strum with your right hand.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's why I'm saying like you'd be fine if it was your right hand cuz you could still do the chords. But if it's yeah. your left hand, you can't just do the chords with <laughs> you just can't. No. I have no, to I, assume.
0: I can't. No, I can't do it. But then he then he compares fingers to penises and this is not the same thing.
1: Um yes, I do think that this was probably maternity leave because her third and final son Um, Well, her only son, but her third and final child, was born October 31st in 2005. So that probably would align about, if this came out in January, probably aligns with about when they were filming.
0: That makes sense.
1: Also, I've just learned that she has been with her partner for 31 years as of 2019. And she has been in a relationship, but they just never got married. But they have three children.
0: Wow. So in in 2022, that puts her at 50 years.
1: Your math is so good. Also, she's Jess. She said, "Never do, also, math,
0: live <laughs> yeah, never no, do math live taller. on a podcast." No, Jessica's taller.
1: I thought Jessica was like 5'2
0: No, Jess is five foot.
1: Oh, so is my mom.
0: When when we were at the doctor, speaking of doctors for Marlo's four month checkup, they, the doctor was like, "Well, let's let's get your guys' height. We'll we'll give you an estimate of how tall she'll be." And Jessica was like, "I'm five foot five foot one." And the doctor was like, "I'll give you five foot one." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's funny." <laughs>
1: Okay. Um, Yes. When he compares the fingers to penises, (laughs) Bailey goes, penises and fingers are like apples and oranges. (laughs) I don't know why I found that very funny.
0: It is funny. So. um, And then he says, I better not be out of the band.
1: I know. it's Such a (laughs) dumb line. But uh, the very quick intro card, um, three minutes and 54 seconds. And it's just the title card. It's not the full intro this time. So lots to squeeze into this episode, I guess. Um, so we come back. Derek is examining the fingers and he's like, I can probably reattach them. It's going to be like a lot of physical therapy, a lot of like really like it's all going to be a lot of hard work, but but it'll probably be OK. And they're like, do you smoke? And he's like, oh, why? Why does that matter? She's like, well, because it like your blood vessels constrict and <laughs> and it won't have enough blood flow to like save your fingers. And he goes, so if I have a cigarette, my fingers will fall off. And Christina goes, no, they'll turn black and necrotic and then fall off. <laughs> He goes, oh well. I don't smoke, and she goes, oh. Judging by the nicotine these nicotine stains around your nails, your fingers do.
0: Yeah, as she holds the finger up right next to. I can't.
1: (laughs) I really can't. It's very upsetting to me.
0: I I, I've 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 softened on this as I've gotten older, right? Because it's like just quit. But I know it's not easy. It's like if someone was was talking
1: to my mom about it because I feel like. Our generation, I don't understand how you could start in the first place because from, like, birth, basically, they've been, like, you're inhaling cancer. Um, All the generations before us, I'm, like, I definitely understand. It was, like, very much a social norm and a social, like, activity, and there just, like, wasn't that much information on it. And um, I know people who have, like, quit, and it's not pleasant. It's not easy for sure. Um, so definitely props to people who have, because it's, I'm, I'm not done it. I just like know that it's not a good time, but yeah, people in our generation, I'm just like, why did you start that? Like, did you not like ever see any television telling you not to do it? Because I don't know about you, but in high school they showed us like a pig lung and then a pig lung, if it smoked and it was very disgusting. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I, I, for me, truly, because I, I feel like our, our schools are very similar experiences. Jess's school is is not a similar experience because <laughs> it's a little, little tiny farm country. And they're all chewing tobacco going, I'm not smoking, though. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's very much like if people did smoke, they thought it was a cool thing. And yeah. I never thought smoking cigarettes was cool.
1: It just smells better. Also, my thing is, I'm like, my teeth are already terrible. Like, genetically, I have bad teeth. Like, they're straight, but they're what's called soft teeth. So, I have, like, basically no enamel. So, I can, like, not eat sweets and brush my teeth six times a day, and I'll probably still get a cavity. Just, it is what, I mean, that's what my dentist told me. They're like, yeah, we can tell you take really good care of your teeth. It just, like, doesn't really matter. I'm like, great. So, that's fun. Time Um, to get them veneers. I know, right? They're just so expensive. (laughs) But... um. That's just another thing that I always think about with cigarettes. I'm like, it's just bad for your teeth. For me, the smell is a big thing. I also have asthma, so I would just die. <laughs> like, I would just die, even without the lung cancer. So I would yeah. just die It's also very cigarettes. different
0: than... Like, you and I have shared a cigar on right. a number of occasions. Very different. Yeah, unless you, you decide it. that you want to inhale <laughs> yeah. a cigar and just really just fuck up your whole life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's super... Yeah, it's just a smell. And also, like with cigarettes the smell just like permeates everything you know what I mean like I had we looked at we were looking at uh, cars a while ago we were gonna like buy a new car I mean a new to us car it was like gonna be a used car and we went to look at one and online we really liked it and we got there and it had been cleaned but I was like the person who owned this definitely used to smoke and it was at a dealership so they had like deep cleaned it and I was like but there's carpet so it just smells like smoke so that's one of my biggest things. I'm like, it's just, yeah. I don't know how people get it out of like houses and stuff. Well, I know a lot of people who like, they don't smoke like in a house. They'll always like go outside or like they won't smoke in a car, which like is, I guess preferable, but yucky. Well,
0: I remember, and this is the last, this is not a smoking episode, um, <laughs> Apparently so, but <laughs> uh, Apparently uh, I,
1: Marlboro, had f- Marlboro, I can't say it, but they announced that they're going to stop making cigarettes.
0: Yeah, good. They'll just make vape now.
1: Yeah, and I guess chewing tobacco, probably. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I had a friend growing up whose dad would smoke inside the house and would, was very nice to us, wouldn't smoke if we were on the same floor as him, uh, which I guess is convenient, or he thought he was doing the nice thing. But I remember one time they were going to clean their house, and when they lifted up like pictures from the wall, there was just soot. And you could see the, the, the space around where the 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 picture was because just the smoke discolored the walls. And I'm like, that's just disgusting. It's, it's yeah. just disgusting. Anyways, so the next scene is uh, <laughs> we have uh, this lady who's singing because she's discharged and won't leave.
1: Oh, this lady. I love this lady. I understand that she's supposed to be annoying, but I think she's very entertaining. And I just feel like I have known old ladies that are exactly like this. And I think it's so funny.
0: Yeah. They didn't do a good job of making her unlikable.
1: I don't know that we're not, I don't necessarily think we're supposed to dislike her because I think we're supposed to feel bad for her in the end. Um, I think we're just kind of supposed to be like, Oh, she's annoying and kind of weird. And she's definitely, um, very eccentric. And I think she's just so funny. <laughs> um, um, Also, the chief gives Alex his test results, and he doesn't open them. (laughs) And then, but the lady is like, "Oh, you have the Irish eyes, but you need to work on your swagger, or whatever." She's just terrible walk. Terrible walk. Um, this is like another really good example of George, like having a really genuine and good connection with a patient, and like not being a freak show.
0: Can I? I want to jump ahead though. Okay. I like this lady. Yes. But I want to call out two things. Number one, don't. Flirt with me and then (laughs) outwardly flirt with someone else right in front of me because I thought what we had was special. (laughs) Number two, I am sick and tired of people giving George the advice to just go after this girl who you like when they don't know the backstory. They don't know that he met her one time and is now obsessed with her. Yeah. They don't know the shitty version
1: of what this he sucks.
0: Stop giving him this advice. Stop.
1: Yeah, I, That's my rant. Yeah, I wrote that. I was like she gives him really good advice, but it's not really good advice for this situation. No, because the situation is super fucking weird. <laughs> but it is really good advice that she ends up giving him later, which I'm sure we'll get to when we get to it, but um So, yeah, she tells George that she's not leaving because she's not going to the nursing home because her daughter is fixing up um a room in her house for her.
0: I knew at that moment that the, that either the daughter doesn't exist or there's no house getting fixed up. <laughs> I knew.
1: Um, also, I just love this lady because, like, she's got her, like, off-the-shoulder nightgown. She's got yes. her dyed hair. She's got, like, her eyebrows tattooed on. I just love her. So she's, like, putting on lotion all the time. And she's like, get me a new remote, and I'm going to sing a song. <sighs> I just can't. I love and her. she's got
0: her little, little pull lever for her to go wherever she wants.
1: Take me away. We're going. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she had a hip replacement. So that's yeah like, adjustments. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she's a hoot. A hoot and a half. Um, Alex and Azir in the ER with Bailey. And they have a patient with uh, perpetual hiccups. And the coach is, this is a professional competitive eater. She is so tiny. And she is from Japan and Alex is flirting with her and she is, the coach is translating like translates very different from what the girl says.
0: That's and one of my biggest fears, by the way,
1: being falsely translated. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's valid. And later on, they actually address it. Um, well, yeah.
0: Because they have to go get the real translator.
1: Yeah. Cause they're like, for sure. This guy's a liar. <sighs> so, um, So, I love it when he's like, Can't you give her more of that medicine? It worked last time. And she goes, Did the hiccups come back? Yeah, then it didn't work. So, she's pregnant and very sassy. And I feel that on uh, every level. So, you
0: have (laughs) never been pregnant once in your whole life.
1: Don't even start. I don't, yeah, (laughs) I definitely haven't said on this podcast that I'm pregnant. (laughs) So, I was Uh, thinking about that the other day. I said it on Kelsey, the other podcast. Do you have any
0: news that you'd like to share with our Gray's and uh, Gray's uh, Academy fans?
1: Uh, yes, I'm pregnant. Um, what? And I'll be having a baby in uh, July. And it is. Are a boy. we sharing
0: the? Okay, I was going to say, are we sharing the? Gender yeah, yet? we
1: actually we did our anatomy scan yesterday, and they were like, she was like, uh, yes, this is definitely a boy, <laughs> and she was like, here's his wiener, <laughs> and took a picture of it. I'll send it to you. She yes, like, took the please. picture and was like, pointed the arrow. She's like, boy.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: She was like, I can see all the boy parts, so don't worry. Your results were correct.
0: Also, for anyone listening out there, uh, Kelsey and her husband had a daughter. Then me and my wife, Jessica, had a daughter. And now they're having a boy. And uh, it's just safe to assume at this point that when Jessica and I get pregnant again, we'll be having a boy. I
1: think and gonna it's going to be girls. great. We'll see.
0: No. I, <laughs> I will have at least one boy. I think two boys. I'm going to have two boys.
1: I wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you. I, I wish need at you least many one happy and help healthy children. Yes, and that is. I need. I need
0: at least one for the name.
1: I just don't know why you have to make everyone's life so confusing.
0: You don't know which name I'm talking about.
1: It's Carmen. It could
0: go either way. No, I'm not 100% set on Carmen anymore.
1: <gasps> okay, this there is, is not a chance. My conversation. I'm not... Okay, <laughs> all right. Because I have um, 112 questions. Okay so okay Bailey so, with them
0: Braxton Hicks
1: yes she calls Addison and they're like it's false labor pains and Addison's like sometimes that's the body's way of telling you to calm down um and so that's fun <laughs> um and Bailey's like well I can't because I'm a surgeon and I'm Bailey and this is what I do and then it, Izzy comes to get Bailey and she's Oh my God, I can't deal with her. She's so fucking annoying. Uh, ba- uh, Addison is like, hey, can you keep an eye on her? Like, watch out for this, this, and this. It's like super important. And Izzy's like, I'm not going to talk to you because I'm bitter and stupid. And Addison goes, this is not a favor for me. This is for Bailey. Also, get over it. You're an adult.
0: Yeah, I thought it was new year, or new me. I'm getting over shit. But it has, Apparently it, you can't not. get over, yeah, you can't get over everything.
1: Nope, just, just Alex's wiener.
0: I'm still Team Izzy, but Izzy, you're making it hard for me every <laughs> time you engage with Addison.
1: <laughs> um, okay, and then Meredith and Burke are there with their patient, and she's the one who is having euphoria because she's so in love. She's actually, actually there. Sorry, go ahead.
0: I actually wrote the word euphoria. I knew something was wrong. I said something's wrong. She's got a tumor. She's too euphoric, experiencing <laughs> some extra euphoria. Something in her glands is what I wrote.
1: <laughs> extra th- those euphoria genes, man. Yes. Um. And so she's actually there because Burke replaced one of her heart valves, but it's like dissolving or like disintegrating or something. It's not
0: degenerating.
1: Doing, doing well. So that's why she's back. But they're also like, okay, what the fuck is wrong with this lady? So Meredith is convinced she's on drugs. So they run a talk screen. And then we have um, Christina and Derek in the elevator. And this...
0: Such a good scene.
1: Is Oh, this is... They're not in the elevator. This is in the hallway. But all the Christina and Derek scenes in this episode, I thought, are very well done. Yes. Um, because they're in the hallway. And Derek's like, hey, you were kind of harsh with him. And she said, you, well, you're harsh is another man's refreshing, which is how I feel. Um, so I like that. And Christina's not full on, like, telling him off yet, but she's sassy because she knows something's going on because Meredith is calling him McDreamy again. So she's sassy with him because he's a freaking hypocrite and she doesn't like, she's done with his bullshit.
0: We all are.
1: We all should be. Um so uh and then it cuts to George looking for the remote and the chief finds him and he's like, What are you doing? And he's like, I'm getting her a remote. And then um the chief is like, Well, why didn't you tell her to leave? And he's like, Well, you tell her to leave and he goes, Well, I've tried and that's why she's in her own private room. For this long.
0: And then there's that weird moment where Weber's like, I will not condone turfing yeah. patients to another department. another wink, department," wink. And then he puts on his shades and walks away. <laughs> and then the Snoop Dogg song goes, da-da-da-da-da. And it's, it's just so great.
1: Um, and then, yeah, so he goes to talk to her and he's like, oh, you have more urine output. We need to take you to gynecology. Maybe it could be a prolapsed uterus. It could keep you here for so many tests. And she's like, let's go.
0: Well, before she says that, she's like, my uterus hasn't been a problem for 30 (laughs) years. And I was like, okay, George, um, I'm not physically a doctor due to licensing issues, but I can tell you that issues? woman has no you have uterus. Licensing issues. Yes, I uh, I'm in the very similar boat that uh, that Alex is in. I had mm. to retake my test. They lost my results.
1: Mm. The
0: interesting thing is though, uh, I got the first ever perfect score, so it's just interesting. How do you know? Um, Your because the, lost. the 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 computer technology company told me, and then there was an issue where there was a, a hard drive issue, and <sighs> the mail the mail got lost because. The USPS was defunded by our previous president.
1: You're doing such a good job. And that is factually incorrect. Um, it was several <laughs> presidents ago. Um, anyways, right. Uh, so.
0: Okay. You know why? First off, you know that I know that. <laughs> why wouldn't, why would you just not let me just have that moment? You know, I want,
1: I want the <laughs> listeners to know that you know that. <laughs>
0: Uh, thank you for that opportunity that you're giving me through the show. I just
1: want everyone know to know that you know what you're talking about.
0: I do. All right. Okay, perfect.
1: Um, Izzy comes and tells George, Oh, you're not gonna move out and he's like, Yes, I am. Meredith picked a dog over me and then the Miss Larson is like, Oh, she picked a dog over you, but also I don't care. (laughs) I just pick the dog, so
0: well, and then um, he's like, "A man does not give someone an ultimatum and then back down." And I'm like, "Yes, they do. Literally all the time." That's all men
1: do. <laughs> that is the only thing they do. They do. It's nothing our go-to
0: but move. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I have
0: no problem saying that.
1: Uh, and okay, so then Alex, Christina, and George have a hot dog eating contest. This was disgusting. I oh
0: so gross.
1: I used to love hot dogs when I was pregnant with Scarlett. I ate one and I felt like absolute shit immediately and for like three days. So I like don't really eat them anymore. It's very sad. Michael actually had some for dinner and I was like, those like smell pretty good. I'm kind of sad. Um,
0: we need to get you a Chicago style hot dog.
1: I've had them. We went to Portillo's.
0: No, no, but we need to get you one right now.
1: I don't, I already ate dinner.
0: <laughs> All right. This is for your after dinner snack.
1: I'm having pretzels.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I will say the scene where Christina like nibbling on two wieners at a time. I'm like, this is just the funniest fucking thing I've seen in a long time. Because she's looking around at people expecting. I think this she's is like, like side a side-eyeing
1: the other guys. No, she's yeah. I think she's side-eyeing like Alex and George to see how they're doing. My but question is, was that written? Or was that a, like, did Sandra O oh choose that? Or was that a direction? I think it's so funny. I, I
0: have to imagine that that was Sandra O's creative choice, because in so. my head, that's like something that she was trying to get to the blooper scene. And they're like, hey, these guys stayed in character, but this is great. So we're keeping it. Yeah. Uh, and then she just pours the water on the buns and like, oh, so it's disgusting. Don't waste a perfectly good, delicious, refreshing hot dog and so Ugh, Sully, I mean, have you ever watched names. the hot dog
1: eating contest? That's like what they do. They I
0: them, don't know. I no. I will not. No.
1: I, yeah, it's it's really disgusting.
0: Gross. They're just opening up their 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 mouth and they're just shoving an entire. No, I can't do it they, they, you well, have they to, eat the
1: dog and then they dip the the bun in water.
0: I would join can. the hot dog eating contest just to in, just to be like, I'm just gonna eat as many as I want. I'm just gonna hang out, <laughs> free to register, and then I eat six. You know, it's fine. <laughs>
1: Um. So Izzy, while this is happening, Izzy and Meredith are talking about getting a new home for the dog. And they're like making a flyer, and they're like, uh, "Not housebroken is a demon. <laughs> will pee on your bed. Will bark at everything. So very. But will act like a
0: service dog at a hospital.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. So, Christina wins the hot dog eating contest and then is, like, celebrating, celebratory dancing and then for sure vomits. Absolutely for sure vomits. There's no way she doesn't vomit.
0: We don't see it, but there's, I wish they would have shown projectile (laughs) vomiting.
1: Yeah. They definitely show a lot of vomit in this show. So, I don't know why they didn't show that.
0: Unless she choked it down.
1: Unless she didn't. bile vomit (laughs) or blood vomit. Poop vomit. Ew! No, no one does that.
0: Oh, right, right, totally.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, either. and so then we see Patricia talking to the chief about the nurses, and they're like, "She wrote." They're like, "She wrote this letter," blah blah blah, and he's like, "Well, you were a nurse. Why don't you talk to them, blupper?" And she goes like, "This is, this is why you have this problem, <laughs> because you're pompous jackass."
0: Yeah. This. uh... So, I saw that I saw the nurses' strike coming a mile away. Yeah, uh, basically as soon as they're like, "Yeah, we're uh, gonna cut the hours of the doctors, and the nurses will pick up the slack, and all you have to do is just be nice to them." Okay, <laughs> they're for sure going to strike.
1: Yeah, it's you brought not this on yourself. Setting up anyone for success for
0: no, sure. No, not at all.
1: Um, okay, so then the the eating the competitive eater has a tear in her esophagus, which is why she's getting the hiccups and they're going to have to do surgery. And he's like, Oh, well, can you do it after the thing? And she's like, no, you cannot take her to do this. She needs the surgery now. And then that's when they say, let's get the real translator up here because he's probably lying. Because what's the theme? Everybody lies. Tell her lies. Tell her sweet little lies. Exactly. They're not sweet, though. They're rude.
0: Yeah. Esophagus ripping, blood vomiting lies.
1: Okay. So then Christina goes to prep Rick, the guitarist, for surgery. And he's, like, holding cigarettes. And she's being judgy, which is whatever. And he's like, you don't think I'm going to be able to quit? And she's like, no. Which, I mean, she didn't really bring it up. He asked her a direct question. Should she have lied then? No, or yeah, I agree. <laughs> like it, just, it doesn't seem like he wants to quit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's there's no there's nothing that she gains from lying. Yeah, and even if she did lie, that's not going to change what happens with him.
1: Yeah. Um. And then did someone call you?
0: <laughs> yeah, for, yeah I, I got a FaceTime call. Anyways, we're back. <laughs> we're good.
1: Who's FaceTiming you? Don't they know we're busy?
0: Uh, Kayla. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course. Kayla,
0: I love you, but our fans need
1: us. <laughs> I literally, whatever. Um, I was just texting Ryan that we're currently recording, and he's with her. <laughs> um, okay.
0: You better so, put your phone on airplane mode. just to, Well, actually, no, you don't have your phone connected the way I do for mine.
1: No, yeah, I don't. I don't have Macs. I mean, everything else I have on this desk is connected, is an Apple product, but not the computer. <laughs> so, anyways, okay. So Mrs. Larson is back, and George is like, "Okay, we have to, like, we have to get you to leave." And she's like, "No, I have a fever. Mm, I'm so sad, I have a fever." And he's like, "They just took your temperature. You don't have a fever." And she's like, "No, feel me. I'm so warm. I'm so warm." And so he like puts his hand on her head, and she grabs it, and it's super weird and flirty. She's like, oh, such strong hands. I thought that she was going to fuck him right there. <laughs> that dog must be amazing because your hands are so great. <laughs> I can't believe someone would pick a dog over these hands. I'd like to chop them off and eat them. Chop them off and give them to the guitarist. Um, uh. So then we get the tox results back from the Heart Lady. She is not on drugs. Meredith's like, I just thought she was on drugs. No one can feel joy because I can't feel joy because my ex-boyfriend is married. <laughs> um and then I don't Burke know what noise is,
0: that was. I don't know what I was I doing. I think it there. was
1: a perfect Meredith impression.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh hi, I'm uh I'm Derek. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also a goat. <laughs>
0: There was a little bit of a brado, and there wasn't that. Yeah,
1: that was that was that that video of Taylor Swift where it's like, "I knew you were trouble when you walked in," and then it's just My the gosh. screaming goats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so Burke invites Meredith to dinner, and I love the scene. It's so awkward. Oh, it's and so, it. but it's so I good. It's
0: so he's so cute. It's so
1: good. He's very. I just think it's so funny because he's like, "Do you want to come over for dinner?" And he's like, oh, "Why?" <laughs>
0: Because that's what friends because do with Christina's their roommate's best, best friends. Best friends. Yeah. And, like,
1: <laughs> I want her to... It's very, very sweet and thoughtful. He's like, I want her to feel comfortable and, like, know that she can invite people over now that she's moved in. And Meredith is, like, a dumb dummy. And she's like, oh, so she moved in? He's like, what do you... Yes, of course she moved in. And Meredith's like, I know. She definitely told me that that happened. That's real. It's super <laughs> weird. <laughs> Anyways. Um, then then we get the Derek Christina in the elevator scene and i love this scene so much this is like one of my this is like peak christina for me oh so many good things a everything she says is great and b her sassy is directed right at derek which needs to happen because he fucking sucks so i just love it and it's
0: all right go ahead go ahead go ahead
1: i just uh was going to say basically he's like you need to lie to the patient because if he doesn't think he can quit, then he won't be able to quit. And she starts to tell him off and he's like, I'm your boss. And he, she's like, no, right now we're in an elevator. You're not my boss. This is what you do. This is like your McDreamy elevator bullshit. And you're not my boss. You're the guy who messed up my friend. And I'm not going to sit here and let you be a piece of shit anymore. And I just fucking love it. And he's like, I didn't lie. And she goes, I know a liar when I see a liar. Cause I'm a liar. which is one of my favorite Christina lines. Also, I say it a lot.
0: Yeah. See, that's my problem. I can't tell when people aren't lying because I don't know how to lie. My thing is I'm like,
1: I just, everyone lies. So when people say like, Oh, I never lie. I'm like, it's just a lie. Everyone lies. If you like, I just tell people all the time. Like I just lie all the time. Like I just do. I don't know. I mean, it's very rarely anything serious. But, like, I, I just lie. I don't understand. Like, just admit it. Everyone does it. Maybe, yeah. it doesn't, maybe everyone doesn't lie all the time. But people lie occasionally. I,
0: I, can't, uh, I can't tell you a time that I've ever lied once. It's have, hard for me.
1: You've lied directly to me multiple times. I have it on video with DNA That's a evidence. lie.
0: That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I love the scene. She, she's for sure overstepping. Like, in any real world... She's for sure getting in trouble. It doesn't matter if it's your boss. It doesn't matter if Meredith's your friend. For sure, you're getting in trouble for that. She's honest, and I love it, but she did overstep. I think that's a conversation yeah. that, like, if you approach each other at Joe's bar, right? Is it Joe? Uh, yeah. Joe, if, you're, if you approach each other at the bar, that's where you have that conversation. Not at work. I think that's very eh, different.
1: They're in an elevator. It's okay. Oh, right. Uh.
0: Just like New Jersey, everything's legal in an elevator.
1: Exactly. Um, Podcast burp. Mm. Anyway, so then Alex goes to check on Yumi, and she's not there because the coach just took her and left, which is super fun. Then Christina finds the guitarist, like, kicking a vending machine, and she's like, you got to get back in your bed. You can't eat anything. And he's like, I just didn't know my last cigarette was my last cigarette. So she's like, okay, I'll let you have your last cigarette. And then, of course, Derek catches them. And he's like, why are you doing exactly what I told you to do? Because you're a liar. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then we find out Christina is talking to Meredith. And she said she told Burke she moved in. She moved all of her stuff, but she still has her other apartment. What are your thoughts?
0: She moved in. Thank you. Like, she's there. Even if she doesn't think she moved in, she's not lying to Burke. And I would also say, you could be moved in together and still say, hey, Burke, I'm going to go spend a night at my old apartment. I'm just going to crash there for a night. You're still living with Burke. You could spend a night where you need your space.
1: Yeah. My... I don't have an issue with what she's done. Truthfully, I don't think it's terrible to keep the old apartment. I will say to not be hypocritical. I think she should tell him. However, I understand why she's not because he's going to see it as you think we're going to break up. So you have to keep this other apartment, which is probably true, but (laughs) it's also just practical. Um, Probably
0: true that they're gonna break up.
1: Spoiler, <laughs> um, but I I just say like because of how mad I get about Derek constantly saying he never lied about not being married, I do think that it's only fair to also say like I don't think there's anything wrong with what Christina is doing, but I do think it's wrong that she's not telling him that she's doing it. Yeah. Especially because I'm with you. to him, clearly moving in is a really big deal. To her, I think it is a big deal. That's why she has the other apartment, because <laughs> she like isn't ready to a hundred percent like trust that she'll be okay if she does this thing, which is not yeah. hard to believe based on her character.
0: Yeah, she's, she's not one she's to like protecting be vulnerable She's hedging yeah. her bets. Yeah.
1: Um. So that's that's how I feel. I'm, I'm not with you. We're like, insane. Mad that she's done it, but she should. Be more upfront about it.
0: Yeah. Just also, like I'm else. just realizing you and I are both wearing blue shirts.
1: Which shirt are you wearing? Do you have this one? Not,
0: not the Pura shirt. We're just. We're, ah. I'm wearing Orlando Magic, but we're both ah. wearing blue shirts.
1: It's true. Like the same shade of blue as well. Yeah. Do you have an Under Armour sweatpants that you stole from Mark? Because that's what I'm wearing.
0: No. No.
1: Shout out to the Bledgy household for my entire outfit. <laughs>
0: Shout, actually, yeah. Shout out to Leah, who I don't know if you're still listening. If you are, let us know. But uh, you definitely listened to the first couple of episodes because you said you like them. But if you're still listening, shout she out.
1: She texted us like two weeks ago about it. So for oh yeah, sure that's true. That's
0: listening. true. So shout out. We 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 love you. You're great.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. And so. Okay, where are I? I've lost my spot. Okay.
0: We're back to the lady who she's going to get the spinal tap now. And she's flirting with that guy.
1: They pawn her off on infectious diseases. And that's when she flirts with the other guy and you get offended. Yeah. Don't let me see it. Um, Meredith talks to the heart lady's patient's husband. And he's like, yeah, I just kind of thought she would, like, calm the fuck down. And she just hasn't calmed the fuck down yet. And then Meredith is like, oh, well, hmm. Mm -hmm. what terrible decision can I make with this information? (laughs) Perfect. Um, Izzy goes to tell Bailey that Yumi is back in the ER. She fainted and is vomiting blood, which is never a good sign. Alex is like, I'm going to go talk to the coach. And Izzy's like, what are you going to do? Punch him? He's like, yeah. And she goes, you're just real dumb. (laughs) Which, as annoyed as I constantly am with her, she is very correct. Because she knows exactly what he's doing. He's like, that way he can get kicked out of the program and not blame himself for failing out. If he fails his boards,
0: it's such a good scene because she's like, Oh, so you're going to punch the guy so you can get kicked out before you fail. Great idea. You dumb piece of shit. And
1: it's like, it's a very quick scene, but I think it's very good. Um, and I think it kind of is nice to see them back in just like a friendship spot because she's being supportive. Um, and she's just like, why are you being a fucking idiot? Like this is, just like, just so you know what you're doing is stupid. Do whatever you want, but this is stupid if you do it. Um, Izzy, oh, then they're in the surgery and Izzy thinks Bailey is in preterm later, labor, excuse me, because she's having the pains. So they page the chief, he comes in, she's like, this is what we're doing. And he's like, I, kn- I taught you this procedure, <laughs> which I just, I love it because just, they have such a longstanding mentor-mentee relationship and I love it.
0: Um, I also want to make a note here that I wrote down, "Yay, Bailey is in labor. Be safe, sweet queen."
1: <laughs> I do love her. She is a sweet queen. Um, God bless it. Um, sorry, my iPad wants me to write new things.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you Bert could write new things, right? It. Carmen is great.
1: No, I don't write lies. Oh, I only speak them. <laughs> oh. Burke is mad that meredith ordered more labs and he's like uh don't do that and she goes uh, you're not going to yell at me and say damn it gray and storm off and he's like no and she goes "Oh, okay and then they they're like oh here's the rest of your labs this woman's serotonin is through the roof and they're like oh look at that um yep and i said it happening
0: That's what makes the false sense of euphoria. Mm -hmm. Like I wrote earlier from her euphoria glands.
1: Because Yes, because there is a tumor. And they can remove the tumor and solve the problem, and it's not going to be that big a deal. And now we shall have a pause for everyone's favorite segment, Living in Shondaland.
0: Living in Shondaland! So beautiful. Yeah, thank
1: you. Um, This is a short one today. Christopher Boyer a.k.a. Tom Klein, a.k.a. Euphoria Lady's Husband, uh, was in one episode of Private Practice, and that is it. Wow. I really thought this was going to be the first one with no one because um, he was, like, one of the last people listed on IMDb, and I was like, damn, is there really no one in this episode that has been in any other? And not only that, but a lot of the people who were guests on this episode just, like, stopped acting, like, two years later <laughs> or just have done nothing.
0: My money would have been on the guitar guy. Mm-hmm. He would have been money. I would have bet money on him being another guy who also loses fingers in another episode of a different he show. He looks so
1: familiar and I couldn't figure out what other actor he looks like. But I was like, you just look like a knockoff version of other actors. And I couldn't figure out who it was, but he was one of them. he like, it was his IMDb was like one thing, Gray's two other things. And that was it.
0: So, yeah, I got to you know what? I could tell you, hold on. Let me look, let me look this up. Nope, oh, I have the airplane mode turned on because people do <laughs> it for us. I'll look at it later. You're
1: so popular. Um, okay, anyways. So Burke thanks Meredith for telling Christina to move in. He's like, oh, I know she listens to you. She was hesitant, so she must have talked to you. And if you told her to move it, I just want to say thank you so much. And she's like, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, in this scene, I, I literally wrote, Burke loves Christina and she sucks. I'm bummed they're going to move out or break up.
1: She does not suck.
0: She just... He deserves more love than she has to give at this point in her life.
1: I just think that they are very different people. And I think oftentimes very different people can be in relationships that work. They just need to communicate. And the main issue here is that these people have certain expectations of each other and do not communicate them. So they are setting themselves up for failure. Yes. But I think... I agree. They could be fine together if they would just talk about it stop
0: stop being turds and by turds i mean just christina being a turd
1: just because they are different people doesn't mean she's a turd
0: um yes Uh, (laughs) it does it does yes
1: (laughs) neat um (laughs) you're
0: right christina's not actually a turd she's great
1: yeah and i again i'm like i agree that she shouldn't be lying about not being all the way moved in or having the apartment or whatever but I'm like I understand that she as a person like has walls and isn't vulnerable and like has trouble fully putting herself in a position in a relationship. But if you are going to do that, you then you need to do it, or you need to be upfront with the person and be like, "This is who I am." Right. You're just gonna have to kind of bear with me, and I do like want to be in this with you, but this is how it's like. It uh, it's gonna take me time.
0: This is how we do it.
1: This is how we do it. Um, Mrs. Larson's daughter shows up. Oh, wait, no, sorry. The guitarist, they're doing his surgery. And he's like, I want to watch so that I never smoke again. I'm like, that's disgusting. I can't.
0: And don't act like your cravings <laughs> just go away because you watch someone reattach your fingers, you idiot.
1: Yeah, it's super weird. And I just, I'm like, it's weird. I hate it. <laughs> like, can you imagine watching that? I wouldn't even want I to could look imagine at it, it. not attached.
0: You would pass out. Oh, no. I have a very strong stomach. I would watch it. I, if I could have watched Marlo come out of Jessica's intestines, I would have done it.
1: Did they not say, here, watch it happen?
0: No, they said, don't watch, specifically. Oh. And I said, could I watch? And they said, we recommend you don't. And I said, <laughs> recommend or you you're, or that I shouldn't and just don't do it. And they go, just don't do it. <laughs> and they're like, we only want one patient in this room. And I said, that's fair.
1: Yeah, I think that's become more and more common because they're tired of people passing out. Like that's why they made probably part of why they made you leave when she got the epidural. Um, Yeah. Yeah. For Michael, they just, they brought in a chair and they put him directly in front of me and they're like, you have to sit here. If you're saying you have to sit here, you have to look her directly in the face. You cannot look behind her at any of these needles. (laughs) If you stay in here, you're going to sit here. And that way, if you do pass out, we don't have to do anything because you've at least passed out in a chair. (laughs)
0: No, the, the needles don't bother me and yeah, I think if I would
1: have
0: Yeah, if I would have looked at uh the insides I'd have been like that's disgusting and then I would have looked away. I think that would have been it.
1: The thing is with the C-section is they pull all of your insides out and put them in bowls and I'm just like that's unsettling because I'm like how are you alive?
0: And also how are you sanitizing these bowls? <laughs> are you Hopefully just using Cascade well. pods in the back?
1: It's just a dishwasher. Yeah, windex, guys. There's a dog over there that licks them out. Dog spit is very sterile.
0: It's more sterile than sterile gloves. <laughs> exactly. I was trying to think, what else is sterile? I don't know.
1: Nailed sterile. It's something. Um, anyways, so, okay, Miss Larson's daughter shows up and tells George that she, he's like, oh, is the, house, the room ready? And she's like, yeah, it's been ready for months. And he's like, no, the room at your house. And she's like, what the? fuck like, are you talking about there's no room in my house and so uh George is like oh no so he goes to talk to Sophie and he's like you have to go to the nursing home and she's like I know I'm elderly but I don't want to be old basically and it's like a nice speech and I understand where she's coming from and he's like you could literally never be old like you're amazing and all this stuff which is true she is a very interesting and eccentric and entertaining lady and i i kind of think that i would be like yeah you could be in a nursing home all you want you're not going to get boring (laughs) you're probably going to start putting on like full musical productions and make all these other old people be in them with you
0: yeah i will say so this this episode hits two very key fears in my life one is being mistranslated by by someone (laughs) and then getting like killed or something the second one is literally what she said right so I am elderly, but I'm not old. Right. And, and I think part of that is like watching my grandma who, when she moved into a nursing home became old and it's, it's sad because it's one of those things where when your mind goes, the body's just like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good. Let's go to, let's go to heaven or hell. Um, <laughs> <Wherever>. <laughs> it's, yeah, fine. it's fine. Let's go to the ground. If that's what you believe and nothing happens after you die, whatever. Totally. Uh, but anyways yeah it's uh it's a, it's a, it's a real fear and i get it I th- it, it I makes think sense
1: it's interesting there are definitely um uh there's like a range of nursing homes and there are some where like they it, they're the people stay very active there's um, things to do endlessly like activities they encourage exercise all this stuff so if you're in one of those and you just choose to do nothing then it's like okay you're you're not trying but i think there are probably right. some that where they're not really offering very much stimulation and then it's harder to kind of go out and do that on your own so but props to all the people who work in the nursing home and care for the elderly
0: yeah and then i, I think it's this scene that she then goes on and gives him the advice yes. of like go chase that girl and i wrote what, what did i say i i said um Why do people keep giving George reasons to pursue Meredith? They don't know the whole story. They don't know that he's a fucking loser idiot boy.
1: Yeah. I wrote, she gives George good advice and tells him to fight. Well, it would be good advice if things with Meredith weren't dumb and stupid. So we're kind of on the same page. Like what she says is true. You should stand up for yourself. You should fight for yourself and what you want. However, She doesn't know the situation and it, it just perpetuates stupidity. (laughs) Yes. Um, the head nurse shows up to the surgery that the chief is in and is like, it's six Oh seven, the six o'clock shift people aren't coming. And he's like, Oh, do you know what would happen to this hospital if you guys do this? And she's like, I've already put in for temps. Here's a notice in 10 days we're on strike. And they're all just like, (laughs) yikes on bikes. Um, and so then afterwards... Just hire more
0: nurses, dude. <laughs>
1: it's just... Yeah, you could have solved this problem already. Like, you knew it was coming because when you made the announcement about the doctors, you were like, oh, the nurses are going to be working harder. <laughs> are you not I paying know- them overtime? Is it not just cheaper to hire new nurses? I don't understand.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know fully because I don't think they're salaried. They can't be, right? Like, even... Well, I guess doctors are salaried. I think, salaried might, it, I in think their-
1: it might be like a salary exempt thing. But I I don't know. And it might also vary from hospital to hospital and practice to practice.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a good point. If you are a nurse and you've ever been a part of a nurse strike, or if you've ever worked in Seattle Grace something hospital, <laughs> tell us what you think. Also,
1: if you're a nurse, thank you so much. I could never do that.
0: Yeah, for real. Honestly, thank you. You're the real heroes.
1: Truly. Um, okay, Alex and Izzy are talking to Yumi. She's obviously scared. They're like, "Let's go get the translator so she understands." The coach is out there. Alex kind of puts him in his place, but doesn't punch him like an adult. Uh, he goes in and like, I, I think we're meant to believe that he apologizes because he feels guilt because he's like, "Oh, I didn't know," even though he was directly told. But whatever, it's fine.
0: <laughs> uh- and then, they, oh. and then he opens, they open the test results.
1: Yes. And he's like, Izzy, you do it. You already think I'm an idiot, so nothing will change. And then she's like, oh, look, you're not an idiot, except when you're being an idiot, which is correct. <laughs> he passed. It's true. so true. He gets yeah. to continue to be a doctor. He passed, and he didn't even punch anybody.
0: Also, did you notice that the letter, when it came out, was folded hamburger style? And it's always, it should be folded hot dog style. They held it. It was, it, 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 no, the it was
1: folded normally for a letter, like in a trifold. But then right. they opened they, it and it was printed l- landscape. Right. Which but I thought it, was, it was weird. It was folded like a normal letter, but it was whatever the test results were printed landscape.
0: It's, it was weird, right? It was a bit off-putting for me.
1: I also noticed it, so I'm not going to say that it's not weird.
0: And now I want pudding.
1: <laughs> That's weird.
0: No, no, I said it's off-putting, and now I want... Oh, pudding.
1: off-putting, and you want pudding. I see. Um, okay, so Christina is working on the guitarist's hands, and then Derek tells her that he's just being nice to Meredith, and he's like, I can be nice without being dreamy," and she's like, okay.
0: Yeah, the end. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> she's like, all right. Doesn't really seem like she believes him, but it does really seem like she's sick of talking to him. <laughs> so she's basically just like... I'm going to say whatever I have to say to go away from you because you are the worst, which would be me as well. Um, Okay, so so Bailey is not in labor, but Addison puts her on bed rest. She's not thrilled. They're wheeling her away, and I wrote this down because I love it. She stops the elevator and says, I may be 47 months pregnant. I may be on bed rest. I may not be able to see my own feet, but I am Dr. Bailey. I hear everything. I know everything. I am watching each and every one of you, and I will return. I just love her
0: so, so dope it's so good I was like yeah that's ominous and then I wrote she must have gotten pregnant in real life because yeah. uh, there must have been something going on that it they're really making her that leave that li-
1: aligns pretty well Um, the chief is mad because the nurses are on strike and he tries to blame Derek and Burke <laughs> he's like it's because you guys are arrogant <laughs> bitch it's because all you motherfuckers are arrogant
0: yeah every single one of you arrogant arrogant holes
1: also because you knowingly said hey the nurses are gonna have to just work really hard but i'm not gonna do anything about it it's definitely one of those like oh we got you guys a pizza party thanks so much for destroying your personal lives so that you can be here all the time and be underappreciated and peed on
0: it has pepperoni
1: (laughs) (laughs) we got cheesy
0: bread We're out here eating one million pizzas per day as the average American.
1: It's so true. It's accurate. Um, Okay. So Izzy is like, we're not taking this dog home. This dog is not coming back to our house, Um, which is rude. Uh, Christina tells Meredith that she's going to tell Burke that she didn't move in all the way. And Meredith is like, no, don't do that. Because she knows that Burke is all like happy and feeling joy. Um, And then... She tells Christina that her and Derek aren't just friends. She goes, well, I'm not, I'm not over it. And like, he's helping me with this clinical trial, but he's still McDreamy and blah all blah, blah, this stuff. So they're being honest with each other and themselves, which is a nice arc from the beginning of the episode. They're good friends. I love their relationship. Yeah. And
0: then George comes in with some honesty.
1: Honestly, this is where I wrote George confronts Meredith about picking the dog and what he says is not terrible. And the way he says it is not terrible. And I also wrote, but I would always pick a dog. So <laughs> it's a hard, it's a hard scene for me. Cause I'm like, it's true. Everything he says is true. And I do think that sometimes Meredith is a shitty friend to basically everyone except Christina, but I would pick a dog. However, I would not pick a dog if I was a surgeon because that's not fair to the dog so right it's a complicated situation
0: the part i liked about this scene is one george is honest he's like Mm -hmm. look i've been there when you needed it i've held Mm -hmm. your hand i've i've been there when you've cried every time you've asked i've been there i just want to be respected and i'm like man yeah yeah yeah, George, get yours. And
1: the way he says it, like he's not being overly emotional. He's not doing that thing where he pitches a fit and talks really weird. He just like says it, and he's like, "This is just how I feel, and I just deserve more than this." And he's not wrong. I just <laughs> still love dogs so much. So <laughs> that's how I feel
0: about I, dogs. and That's fine. Uh, so the, the scene with with uh, Burke and Christina in bed after that. Yes. Uh, also, there's just weird little things that I was noticing in this in this show that was very off-putting. Burke was laying with his arm straight at his side until Christina came in bed. Like, even when Jessica comes and cuddles with me, my arm is like it's like there, and then I, I she'll come in and then I lift it up and then I you know wrap around. But then also they were on they they gave no room to Christina. She gets <laughs> no
1: room on that bed. Burke came. A hundred percent to her side. <laughs> yes. Um. It's nice. They're having a nice cuddle. He goes over. He's like, I'm really glad you moved in. And she said, so am I. And it's a nice moment because I do think she's glad. I think she's happy in the relationship. I just think it's hard for her to let go of control. And that's what giving up her apartment would be for her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. And then I wrote Meredith takes the dog to live with Derek because of course she fucking does.
0: This is so, this scene is so fucking stupid. It's so dumb because Addison's like, it's just a dog, right? And I'm like, no, it's not. They fucked.
1: Never say, what first is, of all, never say it's just a dog.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. First off, thank you.
1: We don't first deserve off, dogs. Dogs yes. are gifts from heaven.
0: And I don't care how ugly that dog is. That and how much is
1: fucking cute. Do not say that dog is ugly.
0: That dog is ugly. That dog is I not don't. even a German shepherd.
1: Ugly dogs don't exist
0: that is not true you think a chihuahua's cute
1: chihuahuas aren't dogs okay it's my response to that question
0: interesting
1: okay because i have been asked that question before and that is truly how i feel
0: anyways uh (laughs) and then he says i have a lot of land here where's your fence derek that dog can't First off, if they're painting this dog as an untrained monster, you, lead me, you You want me as the viewer to believe that that dog can come when called. You're going to let that dog go out, and it's not going to just run away. No. You're going to say, hey, doc, come here. That dog is going to look at you and run the opposite direction.
1: That's true. And then he's so, going to be like, let me feed you this trout. And the dog's going to be like, I will pee on your hair if you try and feed me trout. <laughs> and that Yo, is I fine. i love some
0: trout. i get some trout right yeah.
1: now. I don't like trout. Also, I wrote, George has a weird hat. I don't know if you yes. noticed. Yeah, he did. it is a weird hat. Anyways, and then I also is- wrote, they have a stupid moment. Because Addison leaves. Stupid. If I was Addison, I would never leave. And then Izzy and George are like, oh, we'll go wait in the car so that you guys can have your stupid moment. I just can't. How does
0: Addison put up with this bullshit? I'm more mad. I'm just, I'm just more mad the, the more I think about this scene.
1: I can't. I hate it.
0: She hates the airstream, and now there's a dog <laughs> yes. in the airstream.
1: An untrained, wild beast.
0: It's, you think it smells bad now? It's going to smell like piss and shit because that dog's not going to go out because the dog can't come when called. It rains all the time. It's, they're not going to go out there with the dog in the rain with the umbrella. That's not what they're going to do. Yeah, I'm so mad at the scene. I hate this scene. What a, war, what a garbage ending to this episode.
1: Yeah, I just don't. I just hate Derek. <laughs> um, anyways, let's rate the episode
0: <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> you go. No, first. it's
0: not a one. It's not a one. Um, I would say that this episode for me is a resident point 0.3, 3.3. Point three. It's okay. It's, fu- it's fine. It's okay. Um, there was no big reveals, there was no big dramas other than the 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 Christina Derek scenes and no one died. No one died. Uh
1: which is good. That's not that was not me saying. <laughs> That's why it should lose. Yeah, place.
0: yeah. But there was no nothing one died. Yeah. Uh there was, you know, the Bailey thing. I'm rooting for her. I'm so glad that nothing bad happened to her before she left. Uh I'm just assuming that the baby comes fine because unless she rush rushes in and they bring her in on a gurney like Ellis that one time. Uh,
1: so wait, when you, do you, when do you think she'll be back pre or post baby?
0: Uh, she'll probably either, either she's going to come back pre baby and they'll, they'll be there for the delivery process Mm -hmm. or it's going to be post baby. And it's going to be
1: welcome back Bailey. Here's the baby.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just fine. It's, it's okay. It's better than the last episode. It's for sure better than grandma got run over by a reindeer. Um, it's just, it, it's fine. There's no drama in it for me. And now I'm expecting there to be some drama. It was a good episode, but it wasn't dramatic, you know?
1: Yeah. I definitely don't think it was dramatic. I think there are really great character moments and character scenes. I'm going to do, um, resident 0. 0.9, 3.9. Cause there's not enough Addison and there's too much fucking Derek, but Derek does get his butthole handed to him by Christina on more than one occasion, which I am super here for. Cause I love Christina. Um, I love the Christina Meredith moments in this episode. I love like, I like the dichotomy between like um, Meredith and Burke having these really nice, genuine, happy moments and Christina and Derek having these like your piece of shit moments. (laughs) Do you have something to say or are you just being a puppet? (laughs) (laughs)
0: I was being a little puppet off to the side. I wasn't sure if you could see me.
1: Um, And then love Bailey. Don't hate George in this one. So that's good. Um, Don't kind of, don't love Izzy, but don't hate her as much as I have in recent episodes. Um, I like the reestablishment of her and Alex as being like tolerable friendship together. So yeah, I'd say 3.9 resident Point Nine.
0: Yeah. That's right. Uh, I, I, I think for me, the, the biggest factor is my hatred for Derek in that final scene
1: mm-hmm. was
0: offset by the lack of hatred I had towards George in this episode, which surprised me. Yeah. Um,
1: it's and always surprising me when we don't hate George.
0: It is. It is. Uh, but that's what kept it above a three for me.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Keep listening for more crazy sheenans coming in hot. Um. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a moment to share us on social media with your friends and family, we'd really appreciate it. Gray's season 18 is back right now. Some things are happening that I... Have feelings about. Um,
0: tell me about them.
1: They're, it's very soap opery right now. <laughs> like, it's very soap opery. And also, just like everyone's just sleeping with everyone. Some At the things same never time. change. <laughs> Some things never change. Um,
0: just tell me this, and with no spoilies, right? We'll see. Do Derek and Addison stay together? No spoilers, That right? How is that not <laughs>
1: <spoiler? laughs> That is exclusively spoilies. No spoilies. Tell me everyone who dies.
0: <laughs> what kind of accident do they put Izzy in so that Catherine Heigl can get off the show?
1: Mm-hmm. Does
0: she die or is it a graceful exit where she says, I'm moving on to new ventures. I'm going back to modeling.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Okay. We'll see what happens. Catherine Heigl is rude. Um, anyways... <laughs> Uh, Leave us a review if you have a moment. I heard that Spotify was down, so if you listen to us on Spotify, I hope it's fixed and you're currently listening to us on Spotify. And if Spotify is not fixed, then you can find us on many other places. And please leave us a five-star review and also a rating. We'd really appreciate it. And we'll read it online and shout you out because it's the beast.
0: If Spotify is not working, leave us a five-star review so that we know. But if it (laughs) isn't working leave us a five-star review so we know.
1: Yes, and if your Spotify isn't working, you're not listening to this, so we appreciate you leaving those reviews <laughs> somehow, even though you don't know how to listen to this.
0: True, true.
1: Um, so, yeah, uh, coming in hot. We're getting to the back half of the season. It's exciting. We're going to finish up two whole seasons of this, this show, which is crazy, and then only a 200 more to go. So that's fun. Wild. 400 and some odd episodes. It's uh, delightful. So remember, if you are talking to us, reaching out to us on Instagram at Academy Pod or on Gmail at Pod at gmail.com, um, feel free to tell us all your thoughts. You can even talk to me about the current season because um, Carmen doesn't have access to those things, so he won't see them. So, But if you do see Carmen on the street, make sure
0: <laughs> to remember. Uh, no spoilies. And we will see you
1: all in the next one.